Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The last time we were together, I talked about, do you have integrity? I will briefly review for those that are listening for the first time. I welcome you to listen anytime. Please let me know what you think about the broadcast. I would like to hear from you. Well, last week I discussed three points. One, our integrity to God. Two, our integrity to ourselves. And three, our integrity to others. Dictionary.com defined integrity as adherence to moral and ethical principles, soundness of moral character, honesty, the state of being whole, entire, or undiminished, a sound, unimpaired, or perfect condition. From the Bible, we observed a a few people that did and a few people that did not keep their integrity to God, to themselves and to others. Let's look at integrity to God. Job held on to his integrity to God, no matter what the devil brought his way. In spite of his possessions being taken away or destroyed, the death of his children and the sickness in his body, he remained faithful to God. Unlike the children of Israel, after they left Egypt and crossed the Red Sea and entered into the wilderness under the directions of Moses, they continued to forsake their integrity to God by serving idols when they didn't go, when things didn't go their way. God delivered them time after time and they forsaken him and lived according to their own ways. Now let's look at integrity to ourselves. Joseph was second in command in the palace of Pharaoh when Pharaoh's wife tried to coerce Joseph to having sex with her. Joseph, being a man of integrity, chose to flee from the situation. And as a result, he was framed and sent to prison. In contrast was Judas Iscariot, who was one of Jesus' disciples and treasurer. He forsook his integrity to the Lord and sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Now Judas could not handle his betrayal to Jesus. So he took his own life. Finally, we're going to look at the integrity to others. Queen Esther, the wife of King Hazarus, kept her allegiance to God, no matter if her life was at stake. She called a three-day fast and hoped to change the heart of the king. Afterwards, the king's heart was changed and he decided not to kill the Jews. Esther's integrity saved all of the Jews in the Persian empire. In opposition of keeping his integrity to others was Laban. Laban was Rebekah's brother, Isaac's cousin, and later Jacob's uncle and father-in-law. Laban lied to Jacob regarding marrying his daughter, Rachel. Jacob was promised after seven years of working for his uncle 
that he could marry Rachel. Well, Laban changed his wages 10 times. And after 20 years of service for Laban's two daughters, Leah and Rachel and his cattle, Jacob was able to leave with Rachel. Now Laban's lack of integrity affected many people for many years. Now Job kept his integrity to God, unlike the children of Israel who continue to serve idols. Joseph kept his integrity to himself by not allowing his sexual passion to overtake him. Unlike Judas, who surrendered his integrity for the greed of money. Esther kept her integrity to others by saving an entire nation because of her love for God and her people. Whereas Laban's integrity was compromised numerous of times to others. Here are some, a few takeaways from last week. First, I challenged us to keep our integrity to God, no matter what the devil brought our way and not to serve idols. Second, I encourage us to keep our integrity to ourselves by overcoming sexual temptations and the lust of money. Finally, I gave a charge to all of us to keep our integrity to others by being concerned and willing to help when we are able and also to be dependable in word, to let our nay be nay and our yea be yea. It is very important that we are people of integrity, just like it's just as important to walk in love, which brings me to today's subject, how is our love walk? Love is used and expressed in so many ways that often the real meaning could become lost. For example, we might say we love hot dogs. We love the movie. We love this person. Dictionary.com has two basic definitions for love. One, an intense feeling or deep affection. Two, a person or thing that one loves. I'm going to combine the two and say love is an intense feeling or deep affection that one has towards a person or a thing. I remember my first year of college, I had an assignment to write one page on any subject and I chose the subject of love. My professor gave me a failing grade on the paper because she had to use the dictionary for almost every word that I used in order to know what I was trying to convey. I remember using a thesaurus for nearly every word. I thought I was smart. I was trying to impress my professor. Unfortunately, it did not turn out like the way I wanted. I would pay money for a copy of that paper today. I didn't have a clue of what love was about. And today I'm still trying to figure it out. But today there are some of you that are the same way with others. You don't have a clue. Your love toward others does not seem effective at all. You are constantly making people mad or turning people off the wrong way. Let's look at John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35 in the New King James Version. It says, Jesus told his disciples, a new commandment I leave to you that you love one another as I have loved you 
that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love one toward another. How is our love walk? Let us see what the Bible says about love. Let us look at what is commonly known as the love chapter. First Corinthians chapter 13, we're going to start at verse four and end at the first part of verse eight. It says, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never fails. I'm going to examine some of these characteristics of love from the book of Corinthians to show how some of us, we fall short in our love walk. Let's look at the first thing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love is patient and is kind. Some of us are intolerant of others' shortcomings and are just mean. I mean, there's no other way of getting around it. We are just mean. Then we wonder why others are not attracted to us. If this is you, you might want to change your attitude or you're going to be lonely for a long time. Now, love does not envy, meaning when others are blessed, we are not resentful or jealous of their possessions or qualities. God is a good God. What he has for you is for you. There is plenty to go around. There is no shortage with him. So stop hating and go get what is rightfully yours. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Love does not show off. It does not have a swelled head. It's not boastful or proudful. Remember me at college using them long and hard words that no one ever heard of? I am sure my head swelled when I handed in that paper. I knew the professor was going to be impressed and give me an A. Wrong. My bubble burst quickly after I received my grade. What a humbling experience. Do not be like me, like I was at college, being proudful, trying to impress my professor with long words. It's really ironic that I was writing on love, but yet I was not demonstrating or showing love. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Love is not haughty, selfish, or rude. Love is more concerned of the needs of others than its own. Love is considerate and polite. If you are always putting demands on others to meet your needs and you're always putting your desires before others' desires, it's just a matter of time that your loved ones will no longer want to be around you. Love thinks the best of others. So I challenge us, let's be positive and think on the good of others. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. 
Love is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endure all things. If we love people, we will be loyal to them no matter what the cost. We will always believe in them, always expect the best in them, and always stand our ground in defending them. Now, some of you are thinking, I don't know about all that, Donise. You don't know some of my friends and my family. I'm not saying to defend or support or encourage behaviors or actions that are destructive or harmful. That is not love. That is pure foolishness. Finally, love never fails. Continue to love no matter what. When Even when others talk about you, lie on you, or treat you poorly, love covers a multitude of sins. After listening to what love is and what love is not, how is your love walk? Do you see areas where you can improve? Are there areas that you fall short in? Or are there areas that you perhaps mastered? I trust we all can continue to walk or to work out this love walk in some area. Second Peter 1, 7 says to love one another with brotherly affection. We can all start there. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for our perfect example of love through your son, Jesus. Help us to love each other so others will know that we are your disciples. Help us to live out the characteristics of love that was demonstrated in the book of Corinthians. In your holy son, Jesus' name, amen. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus.